Welcome to the Savvy Entrepreneur Show. If you're an entrepreneur or a small business person, or you're thinking about becoming one, this show is just for you. I'm Doris Nagel, your host for the next hour. I've counseled lots of startups and small businesses over the past 30 years, but I've also started or helped start at least nine different businesses. I wish I could tell you they've all been wildly successful, but uh, that would be flat out a lie. I have made so many mistakes, and I've also seen lots of mistakes. The show really has two goals. First, to share helpful information and resources. If I can help just one of you entrepreneurs out there not make some of the mistakes I've made or have seen, then I've been successful. The second goal is to inspire. I found being an entrepreneur confusing, often lonely. Sometimes you have no idea if you're on the right track or where to turn for good advice. So every week on the show, I have guests who are willing to share their stories and advice. And this week's guest is Jennifer Conroy. She's the founder of a company called Fluid Running. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her story and her journey. Jennifer, thanks so much for being on the show today. Welcome to The Savvy Entrepreneur. Thank you, Doris, for having me. I'm happy to be here. I am delighted to have you. Let's start out by just talking about what is Fluid Running? Hmm. What, What does it do and who does it help? So Fluid Running, it's a unique fitness program whose foundation is really based in running in the water, although you don't have to be a runner. So it's an interval-based, coach-led, high-intensity, I say it can be because that's a beautiful thing about being in the water, you can kind of always go on your own pace, no-impact workout, which is offered both in live group classes here in the Chicagoland area, and then we have an app-based system that is now being used globally. I'm a swimmer myself. And I've seen people in the pool using all sorts of interesting doodads and running in the lanes. And you talk about water therapy in general. Well, first of all, fluid running is not water therapy. It's actually a, it's a, it's a workout. So it's a, if you, you know, think about going to a, you know, a spin class or any kind of a workout class. So it's, it's, it's a workout. It's not therapy, but I will say there's tremendous benefits of exercising in water where Healing does actually occur, especially when you're the way we teach it, where the foundation of fluid running is deep water. That's how we, we've we started. We're actually just about to really launch our shallow program. But when you're vertical in the deep water and you're moving your legs back and forth and water's 800 times denser than air and all this pressure on your body as you're moving your legs back and forth actually does help to heal the pressure on your body, the moving your legs through the water, creating all this turbulence actually does help to flush out if you have inflammation or soreness. So it's one of my favorite things about what we what we offer because we offer a workout that can be highly inten- intensive. We've had Olympic athletes and elite runners that have used our program. And then we also have a senior class uh, at the Oak Brook Park District. So it can be done by all different abilities, all different levels of people with injuries, with pain that are recovering, and then people that are just love it because it's easy on their body, yet they're able to get a really good workout. Yeah, you know, I can do my own little attestation. I have a long-term chronic shoulder injury, hmm. and I swim because it really helps my shoulder. It helps with mobility. It reduces pain. I can just tell if I haven't been swimming recently, it just helps so much. It's amazing. So how did you get started with this business? What was the original idea? 
talk about how you actually decided to take it and make a business out of it. Yeah, well, it wasn't planned. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to start a water uh, running fitness company. (laughs) (laughs) I have kind of a good backstory, if you will. So it was in 2010 and I was training for the Chicago Marathon. And I always say it was, I've done a lot of marathons, but it was probably the most important one to me because my whole family, all five of my siblings from across the country were coming in to run it with me. Um, or, <gasps> How yeah. cool is that? Yeah, it was really cool. Five of us for Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. We were doing it in honor of my nephew who had been diagnosed with juvenile diabetes at a very young age, like before two. Oh. So everyone was coming here to Chicago and it was the year 2010. And we named ourselves 101010 for Ben was our team name. His name was Ben. And we had raised over $10,000 and I was team captain. Everyone was coming in. So it was this really big deal. And six weeks before I tore my calf muscle. And I was like limping, like literally limping. And uh, I went to my doctor. He's like, yeah, you can't run on this. And I said, no, you don't understand. I have to run this marathon. He says, you can't run. You're just going to make it worse. So I I came home and I did a Google search on how do you stay in running shape when you can't run? Came across several things, but, but the word aqua jogging and pool running and deep water running kept popping up multiple times. And I finally found this particular article that a a coach had written about how to run, uh, how to stay in shape. And it was a nine week plan. And it didn't, the the runs weren't really that the amount of time in the water wasn't really long compared to what I know I needed to do in the final six weeks, like run 20 miles. So I reached out to him and he put me in in touch with one of his coaches and he ended up coaching me in the water. And all I did for the last six weeks leading up to the Chicago marathon was run in the deep water. And I did my 20 miler for all your runners out there. That's part of our marathon. And what does that mean? That meant running continuously, keeping my heart rate up, you know, where I like where it would be if I was running on land for three straight hours. So when I got to the start line of the Chicago marathon, I was very nervous because I had not run on land for six entire weeks. Oh Um, my goodness. That's crazy. Which is crazy. And because that's such a critical part of your training. That's one of very high mileage comes in at any rate. It was kind of one of those like, so help me God if this works. So not only did I finish the Chicago marathon that year, but I actually qualified for the Boston marathon, which was a really big deal. Insane. Yeah, it was insane. insane. It was insane. And so it was, when I say it was an aha light bulb moment, when I crossed that finish line, I looked at my time. I I couldn't believe it. It was actually hot that day too. It's like, how did that happen? And, you know, while I was running the race, I kept waiting for, there's a term that's called hitting the wall when you're a runner. Just feel like you can't take another step. I kept kind of waiting for that to happen because I hadn't run in so long, but I was strong. I was powerful. I felt fantastic. So I crossed the finish line and I, I immediately, you know, I said, what, this is, what, this is insane. I'm not only, you're, I, you knew you were onto something. At I that knew point. I was onto something. I was like, why isn't everybody doing this? I certainly, anyone that's injured or has pain. And I thought this, this could help so many people. And I had never even heard, I really had, or, even, or even if they don't have injuries, even if they pain. don't have, I mean, well, obviously yeah, the yeah. conditioning is insanely good, insanely good. Right. I thought this, you know, for just easy on the body yet this unbelievable workout. So I, emailed my coach and I said, Oh my gosh, how do I become certified so I can, you know, teach this? And he says, you know, Jennifer, aqua jogging, it just really hasn't taken off that big in the United States. It's really big in Australia and it's big in Canada. So I Googled Australia and Canada. Canada was a little closer to Chicago. And I ended up <laughs> traveling to Canada a couple of times to get two different certifications. One was in foundations of vertical water training or something, and then a separate aqua jogging certification. And then I had this. So then I came back I was, but I'm a so, so well. these, sorry to interrupt you, but so these certifications don't even exist in the U S 
not not until fluid running created one, but no, they don't. Wow. Not, not a one. There's no way to become certified in the United States to teach aqua jogging. So then I got my certification. I'm a swimmer too. I was a swimmer at the Oak Brook Park District at the time. And that's where I did all my water training, my deep water running for the Chicago Marathon. And I just approached the aquatic director and I said, could I start a deep water running class? And she just said, sure. And I have other certifications. I'm certified by the American Council on Exercise and a couple other certifications. So I have some qualifications. And she said, sure. So I just started this class. I think I may have had eight people in my class and back up. I thought, okay, how do I take what I learned, which is how to run in the water? And create a class over it. And I have been doing it. Well, right. And and create the awareness because obviously you're building into what I call a nascent need, meaning people don't even know they need it. Thank you. Yes, it's exactly true. People don't know they need it. And they had seen me doing, I actually started, I guess, doing a little one-on-one coaching and people, what are you doing? That looks really cool. And the couple of people I was coaching were telling other people, they said, you should start a class. So then again, I said, well, how do I take this concept that no one's ever heard of, which is running in the water and then create a class out of it. So I just kind of, I, you know, did some brainstorming and it'll be, it'll be interval based. And I'm, I've done a lot of fitness classes. I've done spin classes and things like that. So I, I know what a fitness class is like and it's music and it's fun and it's energetic. And, you know, so I just kind of thought, and then I th- and it decided, well, it's going to be a little boring if you're just running the entire time. So I came up with some other movements that just to kind of mix it up. So I think like, you know, a Nordic cross skiing kind of emotion, which is really hard, by the way, <laughs> you know, throw that in and then break down the run stride. And sometimes we run with just our arms and sometimes just our legs and put it all together. And then I came up with a couple of other movements and then just interspersed and created a workout. So sometimes we were running long running sets and sometimes we were doing sprints yeah. and sometimes we were throwing some right. movements. And, right, right, uh, right. I think I know. mentioned to you when we chatted before that I'm a long-term fitness buff, so I can relate to all this. And I think this is amazing, but I'm absolutely addicted to my Nordic track machines and to iFit programs. I don't get any money for promoting them, by the way. They don't don't even know that that I'm talking about this, but what is great is that I've learned so much about fitness and, you know, things like interval training and, um, I never heard of fartlek training. Oh, but, yes. You know, for we those people fartlek. who are fitness buffs, you probably are like, oh, of course. What did she just say? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's a fartlet? It doesn't sound good. It sounds yep. kind of smelly. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's all those kinds of concepts that you can incorporate and probably do. And yeah, we do. We creating all these different workouts. Yeah. So yeah. talk about your offering. Is it a pre programmed set of? workouts over a certain period of time or is there always new content being delivered or how does your business model work? Yeah, that's a good question. So we have two streams of revenue, if you will. One is, you know, again, it started here in the Chicago, it just started as one class at the Oak Brook Park District and that grew and grew and grew. And now we, I mean, in the summertime, we're in several pools in, in, in the area, but now we have, I don't know, maybe 15 classes a week running at a couple different facilities. And then again, in the summer. So we have the group class where obviously that's just new and fresh. It's a live instructor with anywhere from 10 to 20 people in the pool at a time. And then we have our app-based system, which is basically t- was taking the fluid running workouts as they exist, interval-based workouts, and then bringing it into an app-based system. So if somebody were to be in California, and that was kind of the impetus too. I kept hearing from people all over the country saying, I wish I had it here. I wish I had it here. And we just had it in Chicago. Yeah. Um, and it was actually my business partner's idea to come up with this app-based system. So we now... If somebody wants to do it, let's say in California, they go to the fluid running website, they order the system, 
immediately triggers their equipment because you do need a couple of things to do it. You need a flotation belt. People often say, why do I need it? I can do it without it. I said, well, no, the way we teach it, we, I was very intent because I created it at the time. I was very much of a runner. I mean, I still am, but I wanted people to actually be running. So to mimic land running form, as I'm calling it, which is vertically up and down. It's very hold, hard to hold onto that form without a flotation belt. So you need a flotation belt. The workouts are delivered via an app. So you need Bluetooth waterproof headphones to listen to them. So they immediately get their system sent in the mail. Then they get links to watch videos on how to do uh, the proper running form. And then the other movements I told you about. So they watch them ahead of time, ideally on a laptop because it's bigger, but they can watch it on their phone. And then when their equipment comes, they pair their phone to um, the app and they go to the pool. They pick which workout they want to do. We always recommend the introductory one the first time and push play. And then the phone goes in the gym bag. And I think that's confusing. People often think they have to have the phone and like the phone doesn't get wet. It's nowhere near you. As long as it's within <laughs> about 30. Really, that's certainly what I thought. I mean, yes. So no, it's, it's all, it's completely audio. So you pick your workout, you, you know, you put your Bluetooth waterproof headphones on, you put your belt on, you get in the water and you hit play. And we have almost 30 different workouts now, but it always starts with hello fluid runners and you know, whoever your coaches, we have different instructors now, but this is Jennifer. And then we start to lead them through, we have anywhere from 30 to hour and a half long workouts. Most are around that hour mark, 55 minutes. And because it's audio, it's heavily cued, as we say in the fitness industry. So very much always telling people exactly what their body should be doing. Okay, we're taking it to that run stride. So remember, pull your head high, your chin in, your shoulders back, belly to spine, legs right underneath you, moving, you know, switching to that cross country motion. Remember that's long. Yeah, walk. because Here, obviously flat. correct form is really important. So important. I'm, I'm more nutty about the form because if you're not doing it right, especially the run part, especially the run part, there's ways to do it that, A, you're not, mimicking run form for those runners that want to actually get a run workup. But there's also a way to do it that just as easier. Most people want to kind of pull their knees up to their chest. And that's actually like a marching kind of a, it's, it's kind of easy to do that, believe it or not, versus I always say your leg is like three feet long. And the way we teach it is it's going back and forth and your body's nice and tall. And there's just a tremendous amount of resistance that's created yeah. when you're running that way. Water's 800 times denser than air. So it's quite the workout, but form is really key. And your core engagement, when it's done properly, your entire body is engaged. All your muscles are working. Um, and if you're doing it with enough intensity, you're getting quite the cardiovascular workout. We have people that can get their heart rate to 180 and our high schoolers to <gasps> 200 beats per minute. No, but not to scare people off because a lot of people are around 120 or wherever, depending on their age and their fitness. And it, I, I always say it kind of meets you where you're at in the water. Is this something that people should have their doctor give them the okay for, or is it pretty safe for anybody, even if they have some injuries? Well, you know, we certainly say any kind of an injury, any kind of a health ailment, anything is should always be run by your doctor, but it is pretty, certainly from a muscular skeletal standpoint, it's very easy. The deep water is, I say you're, you're essentially floating <laughs> while you're exercising. So there's zero impact on the body. But certainly heart conditions, any really anything, if you're under a doctor's care, we always recommend getting cleared before starting the program. But the nice thing is, again, you you go at your own pace. We say it's a, a high intensity interval workout. We teach it that way. But I always say whether it's the live class or it's the app and the instructor is saying, all right, we're going at 90% effort for the next minute. You know, one person's 90 is very different than another person's 90. And yeah. if you're in the water and you know what, you're not feeling it that day and say, I don't have 90% to give today, then, you know. Well, you I, I would just argue 90% is what you're feeling that day. So exactly. that might exactly. be lower than a day that you feel totally pumped up and great. Exactly. 
In terms of financing your business, were you essentially self-financed through these yes, classes? Or? Yeah, it just because it just kept growing organically and the revenue from the class could fund another and then just it was able to fund itself, which I'm very grateful to say. We do have we end up taking out we have one smallish <laughs> business loan that we took out just a few years ago when we had to buy a lot of equipment for the um for the app based system, belts and headphones and well, I went, I wondered about that because that's a whole different I mean it's one thing yes. to teach some classes and yeah. yeah, they give you money, but I don't know. I've always looked at those and thought they don't really charge very much. Yeah. So that means the instructor probably doesn't get paid that much. So, but you well, know, but I, developing an app and having equipment in the inventory is a whole kind of that's a whole get, right. Yes, that's a whole nother. Yeah, actually, but the, one of the happiest days of my life was the day that um, we weren't housing the inventory in my basement <laughs> in uh, my house, <laughs> and we're able to move it to a fulfillment center. So. How has the business grown since you started it? I mean, I think you've given us a little bit of a flavor of it, but I mean, I guess it started out 100% live classes. Now, I would guess the app is is probably growing faster or but maybe yeah, not about that. Well, what I love about the app is we're able to reach so many thousands of people. Um nationally and internationally. Um, our group classes are strong, really strong. We have a group of fans, as we call them here in the Chicagoland area, that are very true. And so our classes are great. Um, you know, summers are extra strong, but the the, the real growth is in this app-based system because we say just, to, I mean, just about anyone can do it. I say anywhere in the world, but where it is trademarked and generally English speaking countries, because that's how the uh, workouts are, are led. But uh, yeah. so yes, that's really the, that's the focus because there's just so much potential. I feel like we've just, we have, we have just scratched the surface. Um, you know, I think here in the United States and we actually just recently last year were able to get our product fulfilled in Australia. So that's a big deal. I think I mentioned earlier, they said it's, it's know, already I, big there. So that, yeah, that probably is a pretty different market because you're not building into that nascent need where people don't even know they want it. They, a lot of people want it there. Probably. Right. It's a great market for us. Um, they're very fitness oriented there. They've got some nicer weather. <laughs> uh, a lot of people have pools. And, and again, yeah, they're more familiar with the concept of it. So that's, we're focusing on growth there among other among other places. You make it sound pretty easy, but I bet there were some challenges along the way. <laughs> what, talk a little bit about some of those when especially when you were first getting started yeah yeah we've definitely had some challenges you know i i kind of say i had a little bit of the um build it and they will come mentality <laughs> i created this class and it just it went crazy here and then people were just like oh my god this is a, this is the greatest thing this is a great thing and and again so many people usually come to us when they have pain and then they stay because they love it right mm -hmm. um but the class was so successful and people were telling them it was just one it was a word of mouth it was growing like crazy and uh, people were just like this is oh my god i love this is the greatest this is my favorite class and like, people crying saying they hadn't been able to get their heart rate up in years they hadn't been able to exercise and at any rate so i just assumed like okay great it was so popular here it'll just take off like wildfire across the country and that that well that just that didn't happen so um why do you think that is because uh, word of mouth is so local or yeah, well i think we had created something here and then we had the word of mouth and then trying to grow it uh, you know you mentioned something about you know classes aren't they don't charge much and whatever i mean 
we are a, a high-end fitness company. So our classes are actually much more expensive than what you, what you think of, you know, typically about $20 per class. And we wanted to keep those high standards. And so it was so successful here. So we, we tried to license it to other facilities. And I, I, I think they had that mentality, Doris, of like, well, a lot of facilities gave their water aerobics classes for free and they didn't appreciate or see the value in, in, you know, paying to have this thing called fluid running that no one had ever heard of and what is deep water running. So yeah, a lot of frustration about trying to grow it, just even trying to sell new pools and new aquatic instructors because it was, it was unknown. And like I said, they typically don't even charge, so they just weren't interested in it. We you know, one- though, I, I would think some of the High-end fitness clubs. I mean, I'm a member of Lifetime Fitness, and they're always kind of looking for the new thing. And yes, they have free classes, but they've been pretty successful in marketing things like Pilates and Pilates Fusion classes for an extra charge. So I don't know. Maybe something like that might be successful. That is, I'm going to call it a was, (laughs) I'm going to call it a was big hurdle of ours that we realized that those high-end fitness clubs, most of them do not have deep ends. Most do not. Deep uh, that, that, and that would be true of mine too. So. Yes. So um, park districts, YMCs, there's a, there's a lot, a lot of deep water, but there's a lot more <laughs> shallow water pools. So that was something we started hearing from people. I wish, you know, I, I don't have access to a deep water pool. So I'm, I'm super excited to say we just, we did it kind of, a, we've done like a soft launch. We haven't actually launched it officially our new shallow water program, which that will be a really good thing for us and for other people. Like I said, that's so many people don't have access. Most chain fitnesses are shallow and continue to be as they grow because of liability. Hotels are shallow, you know, resorts are shallow. So people, anyone that has a a in ground or above ground pool, rather that's shallow. So we're excited about that. That's a, that's a great opportunity for us. And we're going to be able to help a lot more people. Yeah. That is really cool. You know, and I got to be honest, at first I was like, no, that's too, you know, that was not what my kind of my vision was when I first started, but I've come around, well, for two reasons. One, because so many people are asking for it that they didn't have access, but I'm surprised how actually how challenging it was. I, for some reason I had in my mind that the deep water was way more challenging and I couldn't create something as challenging as shallow, but I was actually just practicing one the day. And in some cases it's actually harder. You know, someone said you can, when you're in the deep water, you can kind of choose to go at your own pace and make it easier when you're just kind of floating there in the, in the shallow water. If you keep up with the instructor, it can be really challenging. So it's not zero impact. It's low impact, which is, which is also has its benefits. A lot of people, certainly those coming back from uh, recovering from surgeries and things like that, they do need to get back to impact. Um, and again, it just, it, we can reach so many more people and it's, it's different. Um, it's a little different. We add a lot more strength workout than we do in the deep water. We do things on the side of the wall prior to, and ah, uh, interesting. Yeah. But, you know, like kind of like tricep dips and push-ups and using the wall to do flutter kicks and, and um, getting up against the wall and doing some core work. And then again, the same concept as fluid running. It was interesting. It was as fluid running as the deep water. I was actually able to translate a lot of the, the movements as I call them, the other kind of running based movements from the shallow and maybe just modify them a little bit to do them just slightly differently from the deep water to the shallow water. So it's the same concept. It's instructor led, it's interval based with music in the background, you know, sprint sets, long sets, throwing in these different movements. But like I said, what makes it a little bit different from the deep is is the um, strength work in combination, which is great. It's a great combination. So you get both your cardio, your high intensity work, but you also get some extra core and, and arm strength workout. You know, again, you make this sound very easy, but there's some pieces here that 
I'm sure took time to work out. So you talk about music and you think music, but if you're doing it to pop radio or I don't know how many different kinds of music you offer, but then now you have royalty issues. You talk about the equipment that you need to have for this and obviously you need to source it. And so talk about some of those kinds of behind the scenes issues that you had to work through. Oh gosh, the music. That's like, um, I think I've, I've blanked out all the bad memories. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, like music, that's a big one. That one, when I first started doing the app-based business, I had got what, what, what appeared in, and I had multiple people read it that we could use pop, pop music doing these, you know, and I paid some licensing fee, long story short, and, and multiple workouts recorded and paid for only to find out like, no, you can't use popular music for these workouts. Not if we, not, unless I wanted to spend, you know, $10,000 per popular song for use. And then we had another license that appeared like that was legitimate that we could actually, and I paid for it, that we could use instrumental without voice. Or, and then another one was- Oh, even, so there would be covers. And that and no covers, right. It was covers and the same thing paid an international license. Okay. Anyway, long story short. So no. Well, I only know about that because uh, that's a big deal for it's us. A as, big radio, deal. as a radio yeah. station, yeah. Um, our station managers are always policing. And in fact, people who play music have to record what they played and you know that gets turned into ASCAP or whoever yes and I had, I, so. I had paid for those I had paid for those licensing ASCAP oh yeah I forgot about all this so anyway yeah that was a big <laughs> woo yeah I think I just blanked it out because that was a big hurdle and I'm, I'm a, kind of a music nut so I'm like there's no way these are gonna be terrible without popular music and it's funny because people don't re- it's so it's not popular music um you know it's kind of stock music but I, I think I'd mentioned I'd mentioned earlier that we talk so much during the workouts and it's so much cueing that people don't kind of really notice it that much because we're constantly talking, you know, all right, stay with me 20 more seconds, hold on to that form, head high, chin in, shoulders back. You got it. You got it. You got it. Stay with me. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay. Jog it up. Catch your breath. Well, I, you know, it's, I can relate to that because yeah. I've mentioned my iFit program yeah. and they actually have different kind of radio channels of different kinds of music you can listen to of which some is very you know very current pop music and honestly I don't I don't pay much attention to it I look at that and go "Mm, I wish you would not pay all that licensing fee and come up with something that's less cost because I it doesn't add a lot of value to me actually at the end of the day now I I may be atypical maybe there are some people who just turn the trainer's voice down and just listen to the music and yeah. do their own workout. I don't know. Well, and we believe, and we have had people that, that would like popular music. So the, not the problem, but if it was purely streaming the workouts, we, we could afford a, a streaming license, but because people are going to pools, indoor pools, sometimes even in lakes, believe it or not, and in, in places like that, they like to be able to download the workout so they're not having to use the Wi-Fi and things like that. And because it's downloaded, that's why we can't, you know, you can't download popular music for obvious reasons. But yeah. there's some opportunities um, that we're entertaining possibly where they can buy just the um, the workout with the with the the audio and then stream their like Spotify at the same time. Right. I, I was just thinking that yeah. you probably do that, but that might take a little doing or yeah, two devices or something. I don't know. That's it might require some things with the app. But we've got there's there's we're constantly in conversations about how to do that better. But I will say 
the stock music has come a long way since even a couple of years. It keeps getting better. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. There's some songs that sound like, wow, that sounds like that could be on, you know, the top 40 or whatever. So. Well, it sounds like the challenges have kind of evolved as the business has evolved. Is that fair? For sure. Yes. And you mentioned that you're not leading all these classes now. So you've obviously had to find other people to help teach some of the classes. Yeah. So and maybe even produce some of the the programs. I don't yeah. know. Talk talk about how you yeah. found people to do that yeah, and how no, you made that decision. That's a really big important part of this business. So when again I, I started teaching by myself and it was just me for the first couple of years. And then the classes started growing popularity and you know, the facilities wanted more classes to be offered and more people wanted to take it. And right. And Jennifer is one human being who can't be yeah. everywhere at the same time. And yeah has a life to lead and a business to run. Right. So I, I thought to myself, I, well, I had some people that were taking the classes that were fitness oriented people. And they're like, I would love to teach this class. And I thought, ah. well, I don't want to send them off to Canada to go get certified. I'm like, I bet I can create my own certification. So I was at my oh, local wow. library for months and I wrote and created an entire, what turned out to be a two day instructor training certification program, which I'm very proud of that I did. And then at the time when we offered it, we were able to get it approved for continuing education credits from some of the, the big, big known fitness companies. So I created a, a certification certification training program and um, trains several instructors here locally. And at one point, I didn't even get into that business model, but I created it so that other fluid running instructors could be trained to do it elsewhere in the country. Well, so, I was going to say that sounds like a third source of revenue, yeah. which is kind of train the trainers to help spread the word. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I need another hour, but that what that, that business model didn't work out so well. So, oh, really? um, what was, so no. So what happened? I'm curious yeah, because it sounds know, like a natural. It did, it did sound like a natural. I, I kind of, I modeled it after Zumba, which basically uh, their oh, revenue. Oh yeah. Buying instructors and then the renewals and so forth. Well, again, it was the same thing. Like we wouldn't certify an instructor and then they would struggle to find a facility. So they'd get certified and then they'd come back to me. Like, I can't find a pool that is interested in this. That was one. Um, the other was I had a hard time with the quality control part of that because I was very particular about the way we teach it. And we had instances where, you know, I would find out how an instructor was teaching it and there was no, it was, it was hard to control it, the, the quality control. And it just, again, they would struggle after they got certified to find pools. So, but we do have a, another business new model that to address that, which I'm, which I'm, excited about, which is our, our new virtual classes, but I'll get that in a second. So at any rate, the instructors, so then I trained seven instructors. So yes, here all around Chicago, I've got, I think about nine different instructors that teach and they're all fantastic. And we've got several of them now that are doing the recorded workouts and we continue to, you know, grow that way and add instructors and add workouts. You know, it, you're touching on some things that I don't think I would have thought about the quality control and, you know, it's, it's almost like you're trying to create a little bit of a franchise and franchises require a lot of thought because it's not only the content that you deploy, but it's also the whole way of doing it. And, 
thinking very carefully about what it is that you do that makes it successful. Talking about uh, training people in the techniques reminds me of a certification that I got, totally different field, but it was in the area of business exit planning. So you may have read, uh, a lot of you listening probably have seen all this about, you know, boomers retiring and lots of small business owners are going to retire. What are they going to do with their business? So I went to this class. It was a very useful class about all the substantive things you needed to know. But what I found was really difficult was actually selling clients on the service. And the class spent absolutely no time sharing with people how to take all that wonderful substantive knowledge and actually market it into a useful business, which was, to me, was a huge failing of that offering. Yeah, um, yes. And that's kind of what you're touching on too, which is you need to think about a lot of different things when you're offering a successful certification for people, yeah. right? Yeah. And the ones that are so successful, which are our local, as I call them, our local instructors, they had been taking the class for, you know, a year or two. They're avid, as we call them, fluid runners to begin with. And, and I found that that was really important. It was hard for someone just to kind of show up for a day, take the class and leave and then have all the know-how and, you know, mm-hmm. be able to carry on what we do. I call it kind of our secret sauce, the way we teach it, the way everything about it's not, it's just, it's different. It's just different than, than a lot of other fitness classes. There's just a lot more to it. Yeah. And I wonder the fact that all of the trainers are local, I'm wondering if there's almost a sense of community among those trainers. Oh, uh, yeah. We have such a sense. I mean, among our trainers and then among, as I say, our fluid runners, um, it's really kind of warms my heart. We have all these people that started fluid running and they're now friends and they get together. And but yeah, we have just we've got a great great group of people that take the classes, a great group of instructors that teach the classes. So I'm very lucky. Well, talk about the resources that you found helpful along the way. Well, I would say my business partners, <laughs> my, biggest, my biggest resources. And, you know, that's a, that would be a, a you know, a, a tip is surrounding yourself with good people. And I'm a big fan of co-working. So I actually, um, work at a co-working space. And I had mentioned earlier that the the idea behind bringing fluid running into an app-based system came from working at a, uh, this co-working spot. It's called Sweet Spot in, in LaGrange. And we had these meetings. I have to stop you and put in a plug for Sue Reardon. And oh. My interview with Sue Reardon, people should go back and listen to that. You know, she talks about some of the value of co-working and how she got started. Sorry for the interruption, no, but I had to do a little I, plug for Sue Reardon. I love and, Sue Reardon. Uh, Sweet Spot. Yeah, well, again, I, I credit Sweet Spot to so much of the success of Fluid Reading. So we had this, and again, this is a good, you know, networking resources, big fan of co-working, but we had a, these meetings on Fridays, I believe it was called the Entrepreneur Hot Seat, where we all, the, all of us that worked at the co-working spot, and most people are entrepreneurs or had their own businesses would get together on Fridays, bring your lunch. And then if your number got pulled, you could have the hot seat for the hour, which was great because everyone, these smart business people, you could run an idea by them. You could present a problem. And I got this, the floor one Friday and I was expressing my frustration over trying to grow these group classes. And then a couple of weeks later, my now business partner, Mike Lambert came up to me and says, Hey, Jennifer, I got this idea. Have you ever thought about taking what you created here and you know bringing it into an app-based 
system. And I said, no, I had never thought about it. And we sat down and I said, well, how do we do this? We said, well, we, we test it. So we, within a matter of, I don't know, two months, we had a test going where I was recording workouts in my basement, surrounded by a blanket for sound quality and <laughs> use the podcast app to, you know, do the workouts. And we, you know, we got some down and dirty headphones from Alibaba, whatever, and got a group of people to try it. And, um, the, the, the response was unbelievable. They were like, it's fantastic. We love it. And wow. so we had tested it one summer. I can't remember the year if it was 2017 or 18. And then we launched it officially the following year. So um, big fan. I mean, that's my, my greatest resources, you know, my, my business partners, I, other like resources, things like Trello is a really good tool. We use that. It's like a workflow, you know, for managing tasks and projects. We were, we use that all the time. That just keeps all of, cause we've got a lot of things going on and that helps yeah. keep it all place. We have our weekly meetings and always go to our Trello board. And um, I always mention Upwork is great rather than hiring people for project work. Um, they've helped us a ton with our website and our app and things like that. So some other good resources. Yeah, uh, just a word about Upwork. That is, I think it used to be called Fiverr uh, yeah. many moons ago, Or, but there's people on there who will do all kinds of things yes. on an hourly rate. Some of them yeah. are in the US, some of them are in yep. the Philippines or- yep. Pakistan or wherever, yeah. do websites, they'll do graphics, yeah. they'll do copyright, copyright. or not copyright, but copywriting. Yeah, yeah all kinds of stuff, yeah. right? Correct. Yeah. You've mentioned business partners a couple of times. Talk about how you decided to have partners and how you picked the partners, because I think finding and keeping the right business partners is I speak from personal experience, it oh. can be a very challenging piece of starting a business and growing a business. Yeah. Well, I'm just so glad I picked good ones. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I how picked... did you pick good ones though? That's well, I mean, there's, it's just, there's just three of us. So it's uh, myself, Mike Lambert. And again, he was the one that uh, came up with the idea. And then Pam Devitt. So I, I love the balance of the three of us. So Mike was, again, the one that came up with the app idea. And we started working very closely on launching, you know, the app-based system. And he's just, he's amazing. And I always say, surround yourself with people that counter your, your I'm not going to call it flaws, but where I don't have expertise and, and things like that. So Mike's, he's unbelievable in the technical world. I'm not at all good at that. You know, I bring something completely different. Um, and he's just a, a good person. I think also just partnering with good people is really, really important. So he's just a really good guy, very smart marketing background. And then Pam is my other partner. She, she has been with me since practically day one. She was one of the very, very first instructors um, that I hired. And she's just, she has been there from the beginning. And it was so nice to have somebody that I just go way back with it, knows fluid running in and out. And then she brings all sorts of um, she's a writer. She's got, she's jack of all trades. She's got all sorts of great talent. So um, we're a really good team. I'm lucky. You are. I, I just know from personal experience that it can be challenging. You know, one of the businesses I started with a friend and unfortunately we ended up not being friends over some pretty difficult strategy decisions. Uh, you know, another business partner was definitely simpatico and very, complimentary in terms yeah. of the skill sets, but he didn't want to contribute financially. And 
Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, you know, so there's lots of things. Just word to the wise. Think carefully about your business partner yeah, so that yeah. you're happy as Jennifer is. Where do you see fluid running in three years? We're definitely building and trying to grow more. I would say over the um, next couple of years, we're really working on refining our product, you know, to address the needs and, and um, you know, really continue to deliver something that's, that's changing lives. And I say that we, I hear from people honestly, day in, day out, that it's changed their life or saved their life. So we're, you know, content, content, content. So continue to add more workouts, more content. We actually just released something completely different. It's always been just these deep water workouts, 55 minute workouts. And we just did a we did a 10 minute stretch workout, something just, you know, some people just, ah, think, yeah, and nice. shallow, you know, shallow, that's just coming out. Um, I think right now, I mean, we, at this point, I think we have four or five workouts, so continue to add content. And then I just touched on this virtual group, which I'm actually really excited about. It, it really addresses this whole quality control. And it kind of started from, we were hearing of people that were actually getting together, like in Florida and, and broadcasting the fluid running workouts into a group situation or in which we were, we were happy they were doing that. But like, well, it's not really how it's intended that one person buys it and then 20 people all do it. Yeah. But it kind of spurred the idea of, of, of this creating this, this group situation. So we've actually tested it twice now, one with a high school team last year and then a park district last year where they, the, how the individual person uses the fluid running um, system, but in a group. So they would sign up at the park district. They would get a link to watch the videos they would come to the pool, the pool would supply the flotation belts, they would broadcast the speaker, the, the workouts via a speaker. So this is super exciting. And we had, it was actually the Wilmette Park District last summer did it and they had people, 20 people per class loving it and listening to the workouts um, in a group. And so it's kind of, a lot of people are good at working out solo, but a lot of people really like that sense of community. So. Oh yeah, I can imagine. I yeah. mean, the water aerobics classes, for example, is kind of the closest thing maybe yeah. I can think of. They definitely have a sense of community at every gym that or pool that I've ever been part of. Yeah. So that, I mean, we see expansion with that. Like that, like, so we just tested that or I wouldn't say tested. It was, they, they offered it and it was really successful. So we're looking at expanding that and trying to get into more you know, sports teams. It makes so much sense for like running teams, high school, college, the military, the, where we see a great opportunity there because there's such an injury problem there. So having this, being available. A lot of military bases have pools. The whole rehab industry, I am guessing that just the demographics of aging America and boomers wanting to stay fit and healthy and active that I can't help but think that there's some tie-ins to the rehab industry and physical therapy and things like that. Maybe that's a tougher nut to crack though. I Again, always, always keeping our eyes open for opportunities. We see potentially with a lot of these, you know, healthcare companies, um, Mm -hmm. because I say it's a lot cheaper to have somebody, whether it's rehabbing than and moving than having surgery or keeping them healthy than having to pay for them to be to be sick. But this, we are such a niche workout because and, and again we have a ton of people now that just do it because they love it but they usually come to us because something hurts but um, when you have you know like chronic you know knee or foot I and mean, sometimes you're just stopped you can't even it hurts to be on the elliptical it hurts to walk it hurts yep. to ride a bike but you can come and get in the water and get this amazing workout so yeah we see we see some really neat opportunities there that make a lot of sense you know for example for even if a healthcare company were to give fluid running discounted to their customers, right? Where they could, you know, hop in the water and be able to 
exercise and get their workout in because unfortunately when people see, you know, especially if they have pain or injury, then they just stop working out and then they don't move and they're sedentary and that leads to other health issues. So. Well, you know, it's interesting. I am, it, it, it pains me to, to admit this at this point, I guess I am a true boomer, but I just this year was eligible for Medicare and they are very big into health and fitness because yes. they clearly have figured out and the healthcare companies that do the Medicare supplement programs, you know, they're very into offering gym memberships and mm-hmm. yes. all kinds of healthy living, healthy right. brain stuff. I'm just thinking there's a right place where there's a lot of people already helping be advocates for the kinds of programs that you're offering. Right, right. And like I said, ours is ours is a little bit unique that can help people that just otherwise just can't. There's so many people that just can't exercise because of pain. I think there's, I think it's something like over 50% of adults over 50 have some some kind of chronic pain. That's a big number. And, um, you know, as you know, we have a quite the health and obesity problem. And so a, a lot of it stems from people have pain and then it hurts to exercise. So who wants to hurt? So then they don't do it. And, and then they keep right. Paying. And then it's a downward spiral. Yep, exactly. Not good. You've been doing this a while now and evolving your business. What advice would you offer to entrepreneurs who are just getting started and maybe especially women entrepreneurs based on what you've learned through your journey? <laughs> well, keep an open mind, I would say, and be resilient and patient. Um, and then, you know, I just it just you just got to be willing to to uh, go with the flow or shift. I mean, I think of how many different you know ways I thought this business was going to go, and that didn't work, and that didn't work, and and now this is working. And you know, I mentioned it earlier, but I, I think it's so key to surround yourself with people who you know whatever counter your weaknesses, and whether you're you're hiring them or you're just you know taking time to meet with people. People are always willing to share their expertise, especially if you say, "Listen, could I sit down and you know." Would you have an hour of your time to help me talk through this idea? Um, but yeah, I would say that's my probably biggest advice is spend time with people that, that can help you out. Um, ideally, if you can work with them, hire them. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems to me you're living proof of sticking with your idea, an idea that you're passionate about and that you know is going to help people. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm not giving up. I mean, the business isn't quite where I would want it to be yet, but I, I know it's going to happen. Um, I'm so passionate about it because there's nothing like it. And again, we, it's, it's, that's probably the most rewarding part of this job is the constant emails from people, you know, saying this has changed their lives. I, I honestly had a woman who, who called to say, this is a good story. If there's time that fluid running saved her life. And the story is that she was thrown off of a boat in the middle of the night and her harness <gasps> And she was in the middle of Lake Michigan in swells of water at four in the morning. And she said it was fluid running. She said she just started running. And she was saying the things that I say to the workouts to say, you know, strong legs, strong mind, strong body. And she just kept running and running. And then I, I have this movement called running ups where you kind of lift your body as you're like, so you're running. So picture you're running, but then you kind of lift your body. And she said, every time a wave came, I would just do these running ups and she was saved. I mean, they found her, but I mean, I get chills telling the story still, but she's <gasps> wow, actually saved that- her life. Yeah, that is awesome. I agree with you. Stories like that would make me want to keep getting up every single day and trying to reach more and more people. Yeah, But I just, I know we've got something, I know it, we got something really amazing here with this fluid running. So I'm just going to keep plugging away and spreading the word and 
and continuing to grow it and, and change change more lives for the better. I think that's so inspiring and what a phenomenal idea. Jennifer, if people are interested in learning more about fluid running or maybe connecting with you about some aspect of something you've talked about in your business uh, on the show this week, what's the best way for them to learn more or to reach you? Yeah. Um, I mean, our website is, is fluidrunning.com, but I'm happy to talk to people or email people. I have someone email me directly. And my email is jennifer at fluidrunning.com. And we're also on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. It's all at Fluid Running. Fantastic. Well, I hope people really do go check it out. As I said, I'm I'm an advocate for water therapy and exercise in the water as a swimmer. And so what you're offering is pretty intriguing. So thanks again for being with me today. It was a joy having you on the show, Jennifer. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And thanks to all my listeners. You are the reason I do this. So uh, I very much appreciate you. I want to put in a little plug for my own little venture, The Savvy Entrepreneur. You can find helpful information and resources there. Uh, at www.thesavvyentrepreneur.org. You can listen to past episodes of the show as well as find free blogs and tools and other helpful resources. I would love to hear from you. My door is always open for comments, questions, suggestions, just to shoot the breeze. You can always email me at dnagel, N-A-G-E-L, at thesavvyentrepreneur.org. I promise you'll always get a response back from me. Now, be sure to join me again next Saturday at 11 a.m. Central, and that's noon Eastern time. But until then, I'm Doris Nagel, wishing you happy entrepreneurship.